here to talk about a video game. It is episode 353. This is the casual hour. We just watched the game awards. We want to talk to you about it. How are you a two feeling? Of, I feel like that show gets longer every year. <laughs> I they he said two to uh, what? Two to three hours, and it definitely yeah. was on the, the long side of it. But longer uh and filled with more ads every year. More I mean, ads. The ads are the parts that people wanted though. Like that's yeah. We just want the trailers, which I get. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the royal we. I don't want the trailers. I I would like for somebody to care about the awards, which we don't seem to most of the time. We we certainly have gotten into. We need to cram everything that we used to spread out over the year into other events, whether it be PAX or E3, into the Game Awards. And I don't know if we're better for it, but this year felt to me not nearly as impactful as some of the years past. With yeah, the, nobody nobody ran on stage. It's true. I, I well, when he said they needed security, they brought out the fucking power armor. True. You know, Jeff Jeff had a fucking knife on him at all times, ready to go. He absolutely did. Um, so if you were going to give it a score out of a 1 to 10, where would you put this year's Game Awards? Seven. I, I give it a fine. A fine out of 10. It's, Perfect. Five, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, I saw some games that uh, I'm looking forward to playing. Sure. Uh, and I think that it was cool that the game, some of the games that I wanted to win stuff won stuff. Um, yeah. It's the, always good. The Alan Wake the live performance of that song from Alan Wake 2 was maybe my favorite moment of the show. It was very good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I would uh, say Alan Wake 2 was probably the surprise of the show. In yeah. it, you know, it won it won a handful of awards. We're we're not going to go through every single award. No. Um, and and it didn't win Game of the Year, but it did win a handful it's, of awards. One, Best Direction. Two. Uh, yeah. Three. Four. Four, I think it did it win the most or did Baldur's Gate? One, like two, three, four, five. Baldur's Gate got five. Alan Wake got four. And The Legend of Zelda, I think, got one. Yeah, yeah. Best, best action adventure. And then Cyberpunk got one. Best ongoing. Yeah. Armored Core on here, surprisingly. Yeah, best action? I don't think that's much of a surprise. That game is a very good action game. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, I think we all kind of assumed we knew how some of the chips would fall into Chase's point. Alan Wake was a late in the year dark horse candidate in a lot of these categories for me. I We all kind of assumed that this is going to be between uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3. And yeah. for a lot of it, Baldur's Gate 3 showed up in a big way. And that is a unicorn video game. We've, we've definitely talked and played that game right here on this channel quite a bit. Um, I care deeply about Zelda, and I love that game so much, but I'm not upset at all to see Baldur's Gate winning what it did. Yeah, I wonder with Zelda, and and I don't know if this is going to show up in our in our own casual hour awards. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if there was a little bit of a, hey, we played this game before. Like this I think is, that's totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, you, you made Breath of the Wild better, but we've seen what Breath of the Wild is so we feel okay giving awards to other other games because this is a relatively known quantity. Now, personally, I think Tears of the Kingdom is way better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not inclined to agree with the things I just said. But um, <laughs> the 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 one thing I that I 
I find interesting. So at work, people who don't know me very personally just happen to know like, oh, that's Bobby. He does this, but he's also into video games. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll be like, hey, what do you think about this game? Very generic kind of passerby comments. I had more people that I would not assume have anything to do with video games ask me if I've enjoyed Baldur's Gate because they're really liking it. And I think that Baldur's Gate is an incredibly dense video game. Mechanically, it's very, very obtuse for people who are not used to that sort of game. Yeah. And I, to find almost like uh, the, yeah. the Animal Crossing thing. Appeal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's wild how it's broken through in a way totally. that totally. a lot of games like this do not break through. What's funny to me is is we've talked a lot about the the cozy game culture and the 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 wholesome games that you know you see the rewards coming there i saw that crowd that you know your stardew valley folks your sims folks that crowd showed up big for Baldur's gate 3 this year a lot of people dipped their toe into it and i'm not overly surprised from a relationship standpoint you're doing some interesting things it's highly immersive and i think that those are qualities that people could find even if there's some dark content or again dense mechanics to it I it's a it's a unicorn game. It's an absolute unicorn game. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not surprised. What let's yeah, talk I, about. I think, I think not surprised is a good summation of how I feel about how a lot of these boards went. <laughs> um, yeah, about I, the I, show I, in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the show. I think Keeley plays things incredibly safe, and he needs to. He has he has become the industry mascot yeah, in a lot of ways. To, be able to appeal to like advertisers he's not yeah. telling advertisers you, you, you to go fuck themselves you can't piss off anyone yeah yeah correct and there's a lot of people that depend on a show like this to really help them there's a lot of people who don't at all and i think keely's really focused on keeping the people who don't need to be there coming back and nintendo has done so much uh, over the last two generations to really change how people approach playing games, but also how studios approach talking about games and to have something like the game awards be so formal, not in the black tieness of it, but more in how they would just, you know, traditionally like E3 go through trailers, interview people, have some little quippy things. They play it very old school there. It is what we grew up for those of us, I think who've been following games for 20 to 30 years, this is how it was 20 years ago. You only had a few outlets that did exactly what the game show does. And it feels like a relic in that sense when people are using social media, TikTok especially, or we see something where they're just doing like a treehouse or a direct or whatever they're calling it, where yeah, they, they do own it on it. their own, yeah. own terms. Yeah. Well, and you're and you're getting to a point and and yeah, because because things are so fragmentized now, you have uh, a, a probably a handful of games who are or companies or studios who are looking for what gets eyeballs at this point. Like, cause mm-hmm. you, you see it in all media too. It, the, the Super Bowl is still the Super Bowl and we're going to put all of our ads on there because at some point it's the only big general audience yeah. we have left. Everything yeah. else has been so fragmentized. Um, like there was, there was a joke on SNL and yeah, I still watch SNL. Uh, but there was a joke on SNL this last week. Uh, like Tina Fey came out and was talking about uh, how she used to have a show called 30 Rock. And, you know, it had <laughs> 6 million people who were watching it. And Emma Stone was the host. And was like, oh, is that a lot? And was like, nope, it wasn't then. And it's even, <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it, but it's more than it is, would be now. 
And I was like, yeah, because things have continued to just fragmentize so yeah. much yeah. that it's hard to find a big audience. And with something like E3 going away, you're you have uh, even fewer places. I think for somebody I think to make a big next year's their year. They're coming back. Sure. E3 anytime. No, anytime now. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, in, in that sense, this is the, this is one of the places, especially at this time period too, where, you know, they, they have a lock on, this is the big show to show off a thing. And, and we saw some of those there. I mean, there was a new final fantasy seven, uh, rebirth trailer, um, along with a song that I thought was really well done. Uh, in fact, I like that whole thing of, of, yes, we're going to do a musical act, uh, cause award shows always have to have musical acts for some reason. Uh, but at the very least, we're going to do the musical act with a new piece of music that you've never heard before and show off a new trailer at the same time that was coordinated to the music. I thought that was really cool. That's a, yeah. that's a ni- neat idea. They should do more of that. When we talk I, about playing it I safe. Tried, when I heard the name Nobuo Uematsu, I tried not to tear up. Yeah. There you go. That. <laughs> yeah. I think that even in a year where you know we understood, no surprises, as Johnny called out, like even the finals, I think Johnny was would have been disappointed rather than surprised by that coming out. I think we all kind of expected it. And I think the big showstopper trailer for them with Monster Hunter Wilds, I think we all kind of expected to hear something about Monster Hunter relatively soon. There's three key things that I think were the big surprises for me this year uh, that I made note of. The fastest lightning announcement from Sega, where they showed off five video games in development. That was wild. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was incredibly yeah. wild. Over the five, it's a uh, Street Jet Rage, Set, it's Golden Axe, Jet Set, Crazy Taxi, and uh, Shinobi. Yes, yeah. And so those being in development is really exciting. And then the other two, um, I did. I'm not surprised that Arcane Studios was here. I'd heard a rumor that they were going to be showing up. What I am surprised by is that they're putting out a licensed Marvel video game with Blade, and I think that's really yeah. interesting. And lastly, I, for me. Light, light, no fire, I think is probably the most exciting thing that was shown, personally speaking. Um, How nervous was Sean oh my Murray God. to be up there announcing another video game after? There, you know, there's probably an article that you could write about impending death threats from a trailer. Like, oh, we were popping off in the, the I'm sure. channel. I'm sure. <laughs> he was on stage. Yeah. Uh, but those are some things that like really stood out to me as I had no idea these would show up like they did. And mm-hmm. to be able to say, Hey, I was surprised by some stuff that I thought looked cool was neat. And I didn't watch any of the pre-show stuff, but I expected the finals to drop. I expected Baldur's Gate to sweep. I was really excited that they announced it, of course, but the, the performance musical performance from Alan Wake too, I thought was fantastic, but yeah, those three little segments I just called out really caught me off guard in a good way and got me very excited. Uh, it's possible that the pre-show was the real show. Because, uh, Bob, we've mentioned I mean, we on we mentioned a couple things in our stream as we were watching it mm-hmm. of, of things that happened on the pre-show that we missed. Here's one I missed that uh, you might be interested in. Uh, what if I said the rise of the golden idol? Wait, there's a new rise golden idol? Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh. Is it a prequel? Apparently got announced at the pre-show. I, I, th- I, I think it's a prequel. Okay, I'm just reading off a name here. Uh, or maybe like, it's oh, not. Shit. Okay. I think uh, the actual yep. DLC was the the. Never mind. Sorry, I'm ranting. Okay. That's 
That sounds cool as fuck, though. That, I love that, that game. game. You love that game. Um, they also announced a World of Goo too. Holy shit! World yeah, of Goo, that's man. A, that's that's two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Yeah, right. That's a that's an old ass game. That's great. Uh, I'm trying to look for the game. You Chase, about. you either said you wanted to play it or you have played it and you're a fan of it. Brothers: The Tale of Two Sons. Uh, I have not played Brothers. I, I've downloaded Brothers. Um, I haven't played that one either. I think that should be a series we do on Casual that, Monday. Sure. What? Oh, I think yeah, I could see that working. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Could be. I've never yeah. played it. It seems like a cool co-op game. That could it's be a, a little thing that we do. Is it, that's a that's a Joseph Forrest game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck EA. Damn it, Fuck Chase. <laughs> Uh, the Dead Cells dev talked about a new game called Windblown. I have not watched the trailer for it, but how's that looking? Any of you guys check that out? I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, okay. um, I can look yeah. at the trailer real quick. Yeah, I'll see if I can click through it. Uh, it's got a very Saturday morning cartoon animation to some of the stuff I'm looking at. But they're oh, making yeah. a roguelike. Uh, they're continuing that trend, but this one looks a little bit different compared to yeah, like the Dead Cells. Yeah, I mean, Dead Cells is so good. I just, I kind of want to just trust them wholeheartedly this, here. Yeah, it looks. I'm cool. sure. I'm sure they'll do great. Like this. So did didn't Dead Cells come out the same year as Hyperlight Drifter? Am I making that up in my mind? 2018, right? I mean, or 17, maybe, or maybe an early access. The, the reason I bring that I up know. is it would be cool if Heart Machines new uh, game came out and this all came out again the same year. But that was a really interesting period. I think roguelikes were really taken off in a big way. And I know Dead Cells was kind of a, a darling there for a long time. Um, but Windblown looks really slick. Uh, again, Chase, yeah. I think you might be onto something. The. Uh, the pre-show had the pre-show, some, some bangers. The pre-show had a lot of decent stuff in it. Apparently, there was also another trailer for the uh, that, that new Shimagami Tensei game. Yeah, I did um, see that. I did see that. It looks yeah. it looks cool. Like it definitely reminds me of like a Persona in some elements. But yes. the one thing I find kind of interesting is the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. Um, it's been long rumored that there was going to be a pretty competent DLC that comes out for the latest God of War. And a lot of people believed it was going to focus more on Loki and kind of what he sets off to do uh, in that game. And I think that much like what we saw teased for The Last of Us 2 remaster, which kind of interested that that wasn't shown tonight at all, like any mention of that. But they're adding in a roguelike mode, it looks like, to this game, which could be very cool. Um, That's soon, right? Like, Isn't that next this week is, or something? Uh, uh, December 12th, yeah. Uh, this kicks off on December 12th. And there was a few things that they showed that would be coming out either through like a free play or a 1.0 that's still hitting in December. But a lot of what we saw, I think 2025 seems to be the target for a lot of what's happening right now. 2024, there wasn't too much that they showed off here, but maybe I'm mis misremembering that. The one thing I did not catch, I know we were joking about it, but did Hellblade 2 get an actual release date finally? 2024 is all it said. Okay. So next year. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, I thought, I thought that Frank stone thing looked super weird. I thought Kojima's game looked 
expectedly Kojima. weird. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that he's making something with Jordan Peele like that. I'm yeah, thinking, that, I, I mean, think it, that was a it surprise. Is, it is, but it also tells me that it's absolutely going to be horror. In fact, they talked about being scared and terrified a couple yeah, different times. And for me, I'm like, well, all right, well, I guess I'm out. That's, you know, I mean, he <laughs> PT was a huge thing that he, I mean, he was involved with that, sure. right? And I didn't it? play that either. <laughs> too, yeah. I'm too much of a scared little bitch. I, I can't, I can't do it. So I'll wait until Death Stranding 2 or whatever. Un, uh, uh, so I'm looking at everything else announced. Did you see anything for Usual June? That's from Finji. I really like Finji as a developer. I think that might have also been in the pre-show. It, it is. Um, I did not see that. The other one that like I don't recall you or I playing Chase, but I think Johnny spent a lot of time with Thumper. And I think you were really impressed with Thumper, if I'm not mistaken, Johnny. Yeah, Thumper's awesome. Yeah, Thumper was so, really cool. I, I didn't play it, but Thumper was very, very cool. I, I am shit at rhythm games, but that game is very cool. So Thrasher is from the artist and composer behind the cult hit Thumper. And uh, it dares you to say Thrasher and Thumper five times fast in 2024. So it looks like it's going to be more of, of that. Um, the one thing I'm very excited about, two of my favorite indie games this year are Dave the Diver and Dredge. Well, is Dave the Diver an indie game? Can't really call it that, can I? Uh, no. Um, call it whatever the, you want. He the, he, uh, he, it would have been so funny slash enraging. <laughs> <laughs> that one best indie. Game. Uh, yes, but they that have a cross. Like if Destiny won best community support. Dredge is coming to Dave the Diver, and I think that's really cool that they're working yeah, together what, what on exactly that. What exactly does that mean? It's just like so oh, things get dark. No, I think there's a few things they can do. One, they can bring fish over from that game. Sure. Two, the way it works, it's actually kind of brilliant. So in Dredge, you're going up to people out in the water and talking with them and like doing some shit. Dave the Diver, you're in a lagoon where people are coming up to you to have you do shit. So it seems from the screenshot I looked at that you're the ship from Dredge, the captain from Dredge is going to come up to Dave the Diver. And I hmm. think that there's going to be um, something with the fish that you can do as a little uh, DLC there. There's DLC I just started playing for Dredge called The Pale Reach. And Dave the Diver has not had any big DLC drop, so this is cool to see something happening with that. Um, you both didn't seem too overly impressed with that Dragon Ball thing that was shown off. I mean, like it, it, it yeah, it, it's and, a new, my, uh, yeah. it's a new Budokai Tenkaichi game. Like the, okay. that's the three D fighters. I, I was never great at those. Uh, they're they're very well loved. So it, yeah. it's cool that it's coming back in in some form, and you know you're getting you're getting a bunch of the new characters from Super that are in here. Super was not a thing when those uh, Budokai games were out, so Got it. Um, you know you're getting a new generation of that. I, I still prefer the the 2D Arc System Works Dragon Ball yeah. Fighter style. Yep. But uh, that's for, what I was for the people for. who like that stuff, that's very cool that it's coming back in that kind of form. I think the name is incredibly stupid. What was it called? Uh, it's Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's that sounds like an energy drink. <laughs> yeah, to, to not even to not even have Budokai in the name, like they, it's in the trailer. It's like, oh, the next Budokai Tenkaichi. Uh, but like, Budokai is a is a name that matters to some people, and you should have absolutely put that in the title. Johnny, any any care from you for that Black Myth Wukong? Like that game looks like it's got some legs to it for sure. I think 
Yeah. I mean, every time I, they I showed it off. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Every time they showed off, I think it looks really cool. Um, do they give a final date for that? Uh, it is going to be coming out August 20th. Um, okay. No, sorry. Right. Yeah, that's August 20th. And that was, was one of the first games I saw really embrace Unreal Engine uh, 5, too. It should be pretty pretty impressive yeah. to watch. You know, uh, that's one of the other four great Chinese novels. I, I read right. Romance of the Three Kingdoms, so maybe I should also read Journey to the West and then play Just play game. this video game, Chase. Same sure, thing. why not? The the one thing that has a closed alpha test coming soon that I think we all were kind of impressed with, and Chase, I want to pivot this one to you, is Mecha Break really looked pretty stylish and pretty pretty cool. That did look cool. Uh, like it looked like it looked like Armored Core Six, but more. Yeah. Um, like, what if we just added more missiles and more lasers and more more more? Um, if if that game is accessible in a way that Armored Core 6 is not always, uh, I, I think that would be really cool. I, I think the robot designs look yeah. really neat. I'm, yeah. uh, I was kind of impressed with a lot of it. A lot of stuff I saw there. Uh, I want to know more about what that game is. Like, For uh, sure. A lot of it looked very PvP focused, and then it looked like there was a giant boss fight. So I, I, I kind of want to know if there's PvP in that at all, or if, you know, what's the split? And, uh, for sure and learn a little bit more but yeah it was a it was one of the cooler things i saw uh i don't I, i'm assuming closed alpha you're gonna have to be selected to play it so maybe there's a sign up or something on steam for that right now but i'll see yeah, if i can get I'm, in and... i'm also in no rush yeah <laughs> plenty uh, of games to play not a problem <laughs> johnny this one's gonna be more for you because you are the uh rts slut of the show but the stormgate yes. Uh, trailer. They showed off a little bit more of that. That looks like it's from uh, Frost Giant Studios. I believe that they were... That's the one where the guy came out on stage wearing the boot, talking about voicing the character for it. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Stormgate's made up of people that worked on StarCraft. They had that one trailer last year that, that showed off for it. But they, this is, Yeah, they did mention that it's former StarCraft devs. It seems like your shit, is all I'm saying. And I figured you would probably be interested in that one. I'm trying to think of... Maybe I was away. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play this. Chase, I don't know. I think you talked about picking these up at one point in time when they re-released them. I, maybe it's something in the backlog roulette that we do. But uh, any thoughts on that Visions of Mana that they showed off? Are you excited for that? Yay, uh, Yeah, I didn't. I I played like a demo, I think, of Trials of Mana, which is the, the third Mana mm-hmm. game that was on Super Nintendo and never came over to the to the West and then got this big remake version. Uh, <clears throat> but I didn't play very much of it. Uh, I someday I would like to go back and play probably Secret of Mana, the 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 one that matters. Sure. Um, I, I think the art style on on Visual Mana looked pretty cool, but it's just yeah. that is not one of the RPG series that I put a lot of time into. So I I can't never say played one way or the other. Games. Yeah, yeah. What about those, those uh, generally like more action RPGs than than turn based stuff? For sure, I kind of went rapid fire on some th- stuff that I figured would tickle your fancy a bit. Is there anything yeah. that we haven't talked about that you think needs to be discussed from the game? Skull and Bones. Man, I want that God. to be good. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, it, no, it's nice. No, it's it, it's game nice to see it again. It's like yeah. it's like an old friend comes this popping t- by and saying, "Time hello. of the year." Time Look, of the year. If it comes out and it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know. Well, the one thing that I've heard rumored is path. 
the new division game is rumored to come out in Q1. And if this mm-hmm. is February, I'll probably just keep the tab going on my Ubisoft Plus and check yeah. those out that way. Um, much like I'm going to be checking out tonight the the Avatar game. Uh, but yeah, Soul and Bones. I, I'm very curious to see after all this time how that plays. Oh, I, I know one. Uh, Jurassic Park Survival. That looks yeah. pretty cool. The, yeah. It had a hell of a look to it. Um, yeah, like first, first person. They uh, knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, when, they they shoved yeah. as many goddamn references from from the original Jurassic Park. No oh, Jurassic yeah. World. No even Lost World. No, even none of that bullshit. The spoon hit the ground in the same. Yeah, moment. no William H Macy. Get those fuckers out of here. Like we're <laughs> we're here to do Jurassic Park one things. Uh, and no. you know what? Thought it looked kind of good. Here's yeah. my question for you, Chase. I'm going to call back to what you mentioned earlier, the view being, and I'm quoting here, a baby. Uh, yes. If this is a scary game in the vein of an alien isolation, are you going to be able to handle that? So I think I can handle it because it's dinosaurs. Like dinosaurs. Not scary at at are, 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 are Well, they're scary, but they're Motherfuckers died from a rock. Who cares about them? They're not tough. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a known quantity scary. Like, I can watch Jaws. I can yeah. watch Jurassic Park. I can, I can watch that kind of stuff. It's when... It's when you get into like very much more unknown stuff that sure. uh, is is a little creepier yeah. to me. Where it's just like I don't I don't want to do that. But like yeah, I hey I've seen a dinosaur, not a real one obviously, but you know yeah. I I know I know what I'm getting with a dinosaur. Known shit that that one does look yeah. cool. I'm I'm very interested to see it there. Um, here's a question. So we've talked about what we did see and what we were surprised by. Was there something you were expecting to see that you didn't? Um, I, I expected to see. A thing from Nintendo. I, I didn't yeah. expect it to be a big thing. I, I expected to be like, oh, here's a, a Mario, yeah, like a like a Mario Wonder update or something. Mario's or, on Netflix now. You can watch it there. Something like that, even. <laughs> sure, like uh, Tears of the Chris Kingdom Pratt, for God's extra sake. content. Through, like, hey, we we put a we put the motorcycle thing into into Tears of the Kingdom too. You can have that. Um, but yeah, like they, I mean, Doug Bowser was there. I know he's not a part of the company anymore, but Reggie was there. You, you had Nintendo representation and, and yet there, there really wasn't any Nintendo thing. And I, and I get that you don't announce any big Nintendo thing there. Nintendo can announce their own shit whenever the fuck they want yeah. and people will show up and people will listen. But, uh, I would feel like Jeff would go like, Hey, you need to put, you need to put a goddamn thing in my show. You're fucking Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I, and and so it was a little weird not to see them at all. I agree with that for sure. I think I could you could make the same argument for Sony and for Microsoft. Like Sony outside of the DLC for God of War, Microsoft they, had Hellblade. Yeah, right? I guess you could say that. Like, no, there's no Fable. I mean, um, not that they announced a new thing, but Xbox did have a Game Pass trailer that showed off a true. bunch of stuff okay. from yeah. from Game Pass and. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida was there. He accepted an award for an indie game, which I thought was very weird. Um, But like Sony, Sony certainly had a presence. There were there were lots of games that had uh, a Sony Studios uh, logo on it before the trailer uh, hit where you just didn't. You know, there were no there were no snaps. Yeah, (laughs) we saw zero snaps. (laughs) This could also just be Keely playing it safe. But I also think it's a bit of a glaring omission to not make mention of the current state of the industry and what's happened this past year from layoffs. I know that's a really 
tight subject to, to walk, especially in his shoes. And I don't need Jeff Keeley to be the empathetic voice of those who were impacted by it. But if we're here to celebrate games, I think omitting the people that helped make games that are no longer there, making them with the people is a pretty big thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it all, it all just felt really safe and conservative in that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting Jeff to come out and let people talk about Hamas or something, but uh, it was still like, you you heard, you heard some people come out and say, you know, there's division in the world. It's like, yeah, we, we kind of know what you're talking about, but like, we're, you're not, yeah, we get, we get it. But yeah, there there was no like the the hardest topic anybody talked about was it for the game of the year presentation where the Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate three team came up and talked about COVID and how they've lost a number mm-hmm. of team members over the course of of COVID and putting this game out, um, and and that was that was probably the hardest thing that yeah. anybody talked about. Yeah, um, yeah, which which you know it it certainly. Heart, heart goes out to colleagues that you that you lose and and yeah. covid was a is a big you know temple issue or, or was at one point um still is just maybe not to the degree it was before but um yeah i mean yeah it, it felt like you know we have this person coming out to talk about games for impact and that would have been a time to to touch on some subjects and they just kind of kind of glossed over which is yeah you know whatever it's a it's a safe show that's what's going to happen so I promised Johnny we would get him out of here in 30 minutes to go and play some of the finals. And we're right, right at 30 minutes. So I, I any say, final thoughts? Yes, there is one. Uh, the the best moment of the Game Awards, the the entire stuff. We haven't mentioned it yet. Um, it's it's the guy who came out. It's the dev for uh, Tales of Genzera Zhao, which uh, I thought that game looked cool. Looked kind of cool. Um, he was the guy with the cape. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked mm-hmm. about uh, his father and losing his father and how this game was for his father. Um, but he also mentioned Golden Sun, uh, which I mm-hmm. cheered. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit. Somebody Me said too. Golden Sun in the year of our Lord 2023. Doug Bowser was in the crowd. He had to hear somebody say Golden Sun to his goddamn face. Make another goddamn Golden Sun. <laughs> we, we need it. We should he have spoke it. Spoke it into existence. I hope so, man. <laughs> if anybody, Dude, if anybody I, could, it'd be man, great. Yeah, I, I played quite a bit of that game. <sighs> what a fun video! Very, game. very good. So I don't have an update for this week listed below here because we were going to be doing uh, just some very weird shit. We typically record this show on Wednesday nights, but with the Game Awards on a Thursday, we wanted to make sure that we could give a hot take on it. Uh, if you are new to our show, we record this every week. Uh, you can follow along with all of our fun stuff right there in chat. We also are live on Mondays and on Fridays this week. Chase and I got together and we checked out Steam World Build and had a really good time with it. We put a quick look up for Backpack Hero this week. And then tomorrow night, Johnny and I are going to be joined by a friend of the show, Jason, to play Medieval Dynasty, the new co-op uh, update on it. And if that, for whatever reason, would were to fall through... I would imagine Halo Infinite or the finals would be some uh, alternatives that we would slide in if Jason couldn't join us. Mm. But I wanted, before we pass the mic around everybody, next week's a really special week for us here at the show. Um, We have three episodes of the podcast going up on Monday night, Wednesday night, and Friday night, where we'll be doing our casual hour game of the year coverage which means two uh, category episodes. So Monday and uh, Wednesday, we'll be breaking down various categories such as best new character, best moment, 
the style. Wish I liked it more. Got some really fun stuff for you. And then Friday is when the three of us present our top 10 list and then our collective show top 10. Always a great time. Would love to have you in chat to be there with us, but we will make sure to post all the updates on our social accounts, which you can find over there in the corner of the screen right now. Uh, Chase, before we hop into what you got going on, Johnny, you teased it. You're a writer, apparently, and you do satire. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I, I've had three articles published on harddrive.net mm-hmm. uh, in the last couple of weeks, and that is an ongoing concern. Working on getting more stuff approved and write more articles. Congrats. A lot of fun stuff Thanks. you put out there. Chase, you're busy. You're a friend. You do things. Yeah. What do you got going on? Nobody even pays me for the things I do. Um, yeah, I have a new article out on uh, Wasteland 3. I mean, it's, it's kind of about Wasteland 3, but it's mostly about other things that aren't Wasteland 3. But that was the game for my backlog roulette, and so I wrote about it. And uh, and so that is up there on GamersOnTheGo.com. Um, and then also a new episode of Stadium Brats went out yesterday. Hell yeah. Uh, where I started to uh, chip away at the Master Ball difficulty of the Poke Cup. And I'll got to tell you, it was hard. Sounds rough. Uh, you put up yeah. a very cursed image. Uh, yes, yeah, that, that was uh, ooh, the gift for it of like it's it's Jinx using metronome and metronome going into the randomized move of rap, and uh, it, tell you it's gross. It's, uh, it's very it's, gross. That's some sick shit right there. Uh, but yeah, go check that out. Uh, I'm hopefully going to record another episode of that this weekend, and. Uh, continue chipping away at that game it's been real fun to to battle with these rental pokemon and to to use more pokemon strategy in this than i probably have ever used in pokemon battling before and that's uh that's cool awesome well guys thanks for a nice tight 30 to talk about the game awards this year the next time we come together could be uh could be there enemies. are zero more episodes until game of the year. We did it. That's right. So we'll be back to tell you all about that stuff uh, live on Monday at 9 p.m. But tune in Friday night, tomorrow night with Johnny and I as we play through some dumb shit on here. Take care, everybody.